This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 9th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. The Bolivarian Alliance is a group of countries aiming to provide a counterbalance to American power, but their methods in retaining power in their own countries run from suspicious to dictatorial. Now that the commodities boom has subsided, state-owned oil revenues in Venezuela, among other countries, are in decline. Fergus Hodgson is editor-in-chief of the Pan Am Post. We spoke last week. In Latin America, what has the commodities boom given to uh, those countries? And, and what countries are we talking about? In particular, Venezuela, Ecuador, Bolivia. Uh, they, well, Cuba doesn't really have anything, but they're, they're basically uh, invested in Venezuela to such a degree that they live off it. So because in these, these countries, there's a great tradition of and a heightening of the nationalization of industries, the, any sort of commodities boom, and the case, in this case, it's oil and natural gas, that will uh, flood the national coffers with, uh, with revenue, and they will use it to buy votes to increase their power to expand the police state or the, uh, the power of the state to engage in all sorts of redistribution programs and to just make a mess of an economy. And that's why many companies simply won't deal with these nations. For example, I know someone from Chevron, and they've had this long-term uh, battle, legal battle with Ecuador, and they, of course, would never invest in that country again. All right. So this commodities boom has, has created a lot of wealth, uh, delivered a lot of wealth to these countries. And this has given rise to uh, in what in English would be the Bolivarian Alliance for the Peoples of Our America. Who are these folks? That's a, that's a group of nations started by, by Venezuela and Cuba and then expanded now uh, to about a dozen nations, depending on the year and how you classify them. And these are just socialist-leaning nations or outright socialist nations, and they are working together to create lots of programs to support each other and to be a counterweight against the United States. They have built their own digital currency, their own um, propaganda network, and they are having meeting each, meetings each year to basically form a group of solidarity, uh, somewhat under the radar in North America, but in their own countries, of course, it's very strong. Okay. So um, what's wrong with a, bunch, a group of countries getting together and leaning on each other? Nothing, nothing is wrong in, 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 in and of itself. Nothing is wrong with that. The challenge is that they're leaning against each other to defend tyrannical or authoritarian regimes. And that is the problem that they're engaging all sorts of suppression of free speech, of uh, voting rights, of uh, putting opponents in prison, of uh, all sorts of uh, undemocratic and unliberal, unclassical liberal activity. And they are providing cover for each other. Many people are well aware of the uh, suppression of basic rights in mm. Cuba. Yes. Uh, and in more recently, the suppression of mostly political rights, some economic uh, autonomy in Venezuela. But what is going mm. on in these other countries? It's Well, it's very similar processes going on that – Basically, the, the constitutions are being rewritten in these nations to allow for indefinite election or re, indefinite re-election. And so people are remaining in power for longer. There's a greater suppression of free speech, uh, a, more, a more heavy-handed control of the economy. The, it's hard to convey how severe often these, uh, curtail, these activities are to a North American audience. So, for example, in Ecuador, which is the third, third largest or influential member of this, of this organizational group, the... Uh, Chief executive or president is Rafael Correa, and under his watch, there was a newspaper that has been fined for not publishing on a topic, that there was a meeting being held, and they did not write it, the newspaper did not write about it, and they're fined for that. 
So not only are they being fined or intimidated for writing things that those in power don't, uh, don't like, they're being fined for not writing or not reporting on things that they, they are supposed to. They're, the problem is this, that many people don't understand that once you have an, an economy that is vastly controlled by the state, or in the case of Venezuela, something like 90% of the exports are simply oil from the state oil uh, agency, or state oil producer, then you, your main client in the economy is the state. And so it's very hard for anyone to stand up and challenge it for fear of reprisal. So it's a great silencing uh, problem. There's, there are many organizations such as Freedom House that have done rankings on speech freedom or access to internet, and these nations always struggle. All right, so with respect to the commodities boom in mm. largely state-owned enterprises, yes, uh, that's gone away in, in large part, particularly in oil. What, right. what does that give rise to in uh, these, this Bolivarian alliance? Excellent. So, so the, it's, it's created a grave problem and it's, it's made things worse, not better, as you can imagine, because the, the same populists or demagogues who are in power are still there, but they no longer have the money to appease people. So that first they're going begging to China and Russia to loan, loan them money to bail them out. And second, they're having to actually uh, engage in some fiscal prudence or some cutbacks. And so the, the party is over for them. And so many people want them out now. They've, they've created these expectations and the people are unhappy or dissatisfied, but that means that they have to engage in more aggressive crackdowns and more aggressive shows of force, more aggressive propaganda efforts to remain in power. And so we've seen, I mean, in Venezuela, it's been going on for a couple of years now, but in Ecuador, just, just this past year has seen a, a, a severe rise in uh, dissent or frustration. And there've been a, um, how can I put this? Yeah, so, so there's, there's just been a greater, a greater level of tension because if the, if the money is not there and no one's willing to lend it to you, you know, you can't pull it out of nowhere. So one of the, one of the techniques being employed by the Ecuadorian government because they had a currency crisis over a decade ago and now use the US dollar, they're starting their own digital currency uh, to, give, to give them more leverage to spend in an, in an inflated manner. All right. So down the road, what should we expect from countries in the Bolivarian alliance uh, if these countries are are out of money, the expectations are still there for yes. largesse to flow to the public and some laws and constitutions even have been changed to accommodate uh, these populist groups. Exactly, what, yes. What options are left to them uh, when it comes to retaining power? Well, they, they, they invest heavily in uh, propaganda networks. There are all sorts of uh, tactics they engage in. Uh, I've followed uh, Venezuela and Ecuador most closely, but for example, if you work for the government, you're basically required to come and protest. Uh, I, these are anecdotal reports, but there, there are instances of where people who are in, in the police academy, for example, will have to attend protests and march in favor of those in government and even have to bring family members along, otherwise they'll face reprisals. So there, there are many um, activities they can engage in, such as yeah, funding propaganda efforts or promoting their own... Um, uh, uh, crony interests to stay in power. And that's, what, that's why uh, indefinite re-election is such a problem because those who are in power have so many tools at their disposal to remain in power. And so we'll just see an increased, in t increased tension in my regard, in my, in my view. And the few countries that are not, in, not uh, going through this or less so uh, will see a rise or you'll see a greater uh, division between them. The, the, there is a counterweight in Latin America to the Bolivarian alliance 
and that is the Pacific Alliance. That's Mexico, Colombia, Peru, and Chile, and they are somewhat more open to trade and uh, a liberal economy. And so they, they are basically gonna, going to rise or grow while this Bolivarian alliance is going to be descend, descending into poor economic performance and a greater police state crackdown. So it, it, for, for free marketeers who would like to see this kind of uh, uh, pain not befall people in these uh, Latin American countries, what, what options are left to us? Well, I mean, I, I hope that we'll see a better uh, awareness or coverage because it may, it may surprise people, but the, the leaders of these nations really care about their international image. They really want this legitimacy. They want to be respected as, quote, democracies. And so they work very hard at that. So right now, you know, I, I work very hard in my role to counter that, to give the truth or be a watchdog on what is going on there. But I, I encourage other media outlets and other people who are active uh, in the media or in opinion making to pay closer to attention to what is going on and to withhold that legitimacy to say these are not democracies, these are obviously heavy-handed handed regimes with the, under the cover of democracy or phony democracy because there's no free speech, there's no freedom of association, opposition politicians are jailed. There's, there's also, there, there are all sorts of activities going on that, which prohibit a free democracy. So. I, I, one of my concerns right now is that the only real news stories that come out of these nations, yeah, Bolivia, Ecuador, uh, Venezuela, and Cuba, are just fluff pieces or, or puff, puff pieces. So, for example, when someone throws a mango at the head of the president of, of Venezuela, uh, this will go on the, what is it, the, the late show with um, oh, the Scottish guy. I'm not sure, his, I don't remember his name. But they'll, they'll cover these joke stories or Venezuela is running out of beer or the president of Ecuador, he has a weekly uh, television show, propaganda show, and he has a clown on it. I mean, all these sort of uh, jokes when there's a, uh, the, the chief political opponent to the president of Venezuela has been sentenced to 13 years in prison for doing nothing. It's a totally trumped up charge. So there, is, uh, there are great injustices going on that don't get the news while these joke pieces do. And maybe that's just human nature. But I hope that there'll be greater awareness of the uh, undemocratic nature of these countries and of, the, of how much they're they causing people within them to suffer. And just that taking away of legitimacy filters down to the people there and gives them greater confidence to stand up and to oppose what is going on. Fergus Hodgson is editor-in-chief of the Pan Am Post. The Human Freedom Index presents the state of human freedom in the world based on a broad measure that encompasses personal, civil, and economic freedom. Get your copy at Cato.org.